the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now, with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to start off by saying um, we lost another player this week, unfortunately. Oregon Ducks tight end Spencer Webb died Wednesday afternoon in a cliff diving accident at the age of 22. And all I want to say is that our thoughts and prayers are with his friends, family, and fans as they grieve this tough loss. So rest in peace. But on a happier note, Ben, it's another week to cover some football. How are you doing? Phenomenal. Very, very good. Pushing through the week, man. It's been uh, it's been fun, you know. Um, we have just a just you know a few headlines. I will say, uh, pretty uneventful week. Um, I mean, we had just a couple headlines, so uh, some of these headlines aren't necessarily breaking news, um, but they are talking points nonetheless. So let's get right into it, shall we? Cowboys and tight end Dalton Schultz are not expected to reach a deal before the deadline. Um, I just want to say this is one of those tight ends that just kind of fly under the radar. Um, He's not necessarily one of the top guys, but he's not like bottom of the barrel, I wouldn't say. Um, What do you what do you have to say? I would disagree with you. I would say he's he's a he's I think he's a top 10 tight end league. Top 10. Oh, for sure. Okay. Here, Um, hold on. Um, I I think he's top 10 and I think he's probably going to be paid like a top 10 tight end. Um, Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if next year he comes out and makes got five tight end money. I mean, this past year he put up um, eight touchdowns and 800 and or 808 yards on 78 that's receptions. Yeah, that, that's, that's top good. 10. I, 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 again, I, there's not a, there's not a lot of guys that I would have in the league above him. I think I would rank him probably just above <clears throat> Mike Gusecki would be my guess okay. without, you know, looking at a whole list, but I, I definitely think he's, he's one of the better tight ends we have um, in the league. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I just want to say, I mean, if he isn't able to reach a deal, um, I mean, this next year um, is going to be what I think is a a great tight end free agent class. Um, I have to find the tweet. Let's see. Um, (laughs) What's his name? Dude, I'm trying to think. One of the one of the NFL headliners. What's his name? Uh, the broadcast guys. There, there's. Um, <laughs> I know, not Adam Schefter, but the other top guy. Field Yates. No, not the other. The other one. I could. I Ian Rappaport. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, gotcha. Um. Anyways, he he tweeted out something. Um. I don't know. I'll find it later. But anyways, so um, next up, so Chiefs and left tackle Orlando Brown are not close to a potential extension. 
as he's seeking $25 million or more per season. The Chiefs are willing to give him a lot of money, but they don't want to reset the market at the position, just like the wide receivers did pretty much this past offseason as well. Um, this guy's a top left tackle in the league, and he deserves to be paid. And I think the Chiefs know that. But the thing is, is that they don't want to set a line just yet. And a lot of speculation is coming out of this, might I add. Um, but yeah, definitely wanted to touch on this just to see where you're standing, especially, I mean, you know, I know I talk about my bears a lot, but I do want to say, um, I mean, dude, this guy would be an awesome addition to any team (laughs) in the league that needs left tackle. Um, especially maybe a team that already has connections and ties to the chiefs organization, but you can go ahead and uh, speak your piece. Yeah, no, he's, uh, again, he's one of the top tackles in the league. Um, and I think the exact quote was that they're willing to pay him the top tackle money. They just don't want to reset the market. Um, which I, I understand. It's, I mean, it's the same reason that they let Tyreek go is because they were willing to pay Tyreek the money, but they weren't willing to reset the market. And, um, do I disagree with them? Absolutely. I, I think Orlando Brown is a tackle that you should be willing to reset the market for. I mean, he's a young tackle. He has, you know, I mean, depending on who you ask, he's the top tackle in the league. I wouldn't go that far, but he's definitely um, up there with, you know, the top tackles in the league. I'd reset the market for him. Um, but, hey, I mean, at least they're staying with their philosophy of not resetting markets for players uh, not named Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, what I do want to say, just reverting back to my tight end comment for uh, free agents, um, as of right now, where we stand, uh, a lot of big names are on the market. Austin Hooper uh, for 2023. Austin yep. Hooper, Dalton Schultz, Evan Ingram, um, Foster Morale. Uh, did I pronounce that right? I believe so. Um, Monroe. Mon- Mon- There's no in there. Anyway. Yeah, um, it's Monroe, though. Oh, okay. Um, Hayden Hurst. Irv Smith, Mike Gusecki, and Robert Tunyon. Um, big names. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Aiden Hutchison is a heavy favorite or is the heavy favorite to win defensive rookie of the year. Um, when I As saw this, yeah, when I saw this tweet, I was like, dude, the sky's blue. Like, what else is new? <laughs> um but something that definitely caught my eye as well as a lot of people in the Illinois region that are Bears fans. Uh, Bears have traded for Patriots wide receiver Nikhil Harry, and they traded away a 2024 seventh-round pick um, to get him. And, Ben, um, this isn't necessarily a bad move, um, but, I mean, it's not like a, oh, my God, let's burn the house down. Like, this is a crazy good move for the Bears either. Like, it's it's just – it's a let's let's find out for absolutely close to nothing, no risk. Um, you know, potentially high reward, but probably low reward um, on a one-year guy that can potentially prove himself to be a decent starter, but definitely nowhere near that number one guy that they need. It's just kind of like a filler spot, in my opinion. Um, what do you got? It it was a it was a. It was a deal I think any team would probably be willing to make just because at one point, obviously, he was a first-round pick. Um, and mm-hmm. at one point, I, I I loved him coming into that draft. Um, again, he's a big guy. He's 6'4". I think he's um, – I think he'll be t- turning 25 um, in August this year. Um, mm-hmm. 
again, he's six four. In college, he I mean, he was one of the best, you know, um wide receivers I've seen at high pointing the ball and his hands in college were ridiculous. Uh I yep. don't remember I think it was Utah. I don't remember the exact game, but uh he had, I mean, one of the best catches I've ever seen. I mean, he was diving and he caught this crazy one hand catch. Um, it just hasn't translated. I think his best season, he had like 400 yards this year or uh, in yep. that season. And that would have been the 2020-2021 season. Right. Uh, so I think, you know, he has potential. I don't really think he's going to get there. I mean, obviously, he was a first round pick for a reason. Yep. Um, but it, it goes back to what I was saying, you know, what I've been constantly saying about the Bears. I understand what Ryan Pulse is doing and he's saving his money to make some real big splashes next year. But yep. it, it it's the it, it's it, it annoys me a little bit because it keeps them like oh you know we'll we'll tell people we're fixing the problem but we're gonna go out and get a thirty six year old in the draft well yeah, or no. a twenty or a twenty six year old thirty six year old twenty six yeah. sorry <laughs> a, a twenty six year old in the draft and you yeah. know we'll trade a seventh round pick for a dude who hasn't done anything here's um, it just annoys me a little bit that like he he's trying to fix the problem but he's not actually made a move that's fixing any of the problems one of the reasons why i think he did it that so many people aren't necessarily covering people have already in Hallis hall they've already established the fact that they want to be a run heavy team this upcoming year and that's i mean pretty clearly stated in the fact that they have close to no wide receiver help but the thing is is trading for Nikhil Harry is also trading for the number two ranked run blocking wide receiver in the league statistically. You can look that up and you can quote me on that. The number one ranking wide receiver run block, you know, wide receiver in the league is Byron Pringle. So now you have the top two guys that are run blocking wide receivers on a team that can potentially get David Montgomery some more yardage. Um, try and get Khalil Herbert more involved in an offense that clearly isn't going to be, um, you know, super pass heavy. Um, and then you also have Justin Fields, which is a very mobile quarterback. I'm excited to see what they can scheme up for them, especially if Nikhil Harry and Byron Pringle can put up, you know, the stats that they do as far as, you know, run blocking and stuff like that as far as success goes. Um, is it a very crucial stat? No. But <laughs> I was going to say that's you know, that's how we're convincing ourselves that this was a good trade is looking at thing, a wide receiver as a run block. I'm just ability. there's there's benefits to the trade and that's just one of them and it's just like you got to find something and the thing is is he only gave up a seventh round pick not next year's draft but the draft after that so yeah. this is very very achievable. Um, you know, I think he could produce, but it's not going to be in crazy numbers. I'm expecting, you know, 350, 400 yards at most this year. If he exceeds that, then it's a good trade, in my opinion. It's a great trade, in my opinion. Um, but anyways, let's move on from that just because I feel like we center. A, <laughs> we've been centering a little bit too much on my favorite team. I'll, uh, I'll admit um, Deshaun Watson could be facing a four to six game suspension. Not going to cover anymore. We've already done that um next up a little bit more of a fun topic Le'Veon bell confirms that he will not be playing football in 2022 instead he intends to focus on boxing oh this this again um so <laughs> dude what is it with former athletes in boxing i mean the thing is it all started with uh you know ksi and logan paul doing that thing for youtube and then having people like this on their undercard and stuff 
bro, we're trying to get former athletes on this podcast. How much does it cost for them to do that, let alone have a boxing match and beat the crap out of each other? Like, <laughs> you know, did I just expose some of our plans? Maybe. Stay tuned. I'm working on it. Um, but I, dude, this is this is fun to, you know, this is fun to, this is a fun topic. I don't know. Everyone loves talking about it, but they're they're running backs in Frank Gore's case. He got smoked. Yeah. Like it, but Adrian it, Peterson and Le'Veon Bell, though. Yeah, because it's AP. But like, it, it it people are just these Le'Veon Bell specifically because AP doesn't yeah. need it. But like, he's just trying to just like just like grab on and just like just. Try to get a hold of the little bit of sliver of like media attention that he has. Yeah, his yeah. relevant. He, and he's trying to he's trying to get back into that light. When it's just I don't know. It's just yeah. it's stupid. It is. So next up, Rob Gronkowski is confirmed that he's done with football, even if Mister mm-hmm. Tom Brady calls him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I mean, it's time. Like. Thanks, thanks, Gronk. You're you've cemented your legacy. You're one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game, if not the greatest. Yeah, and in all honesty, I mean, dude, Gronk Spike. I mean, it'll be cemented in history as one of the greatest touchdown celebrations in the history of the game. Uh, next up, <sighs> the Texans have released a new red helmet that they will be uh, wearing against your Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Let me share um, a picture of it as well. As long as they're not wearing it with their red uniforms, I think it'll be okay. Here's but I think like it. a red on red on red is in Ooh, um like a color rush. Mm. <laughs> I like but, that idea. I, I don't like the red on red on red. I think it looks ugly. I think you know, whatever color on color on color mm. all looks bad unless it's black. I'll be completely honest with you. This might only look good just because it's different. Um, but, you know, it's not a permanent thing by any means. But um, if you're looking or if you're listening, I'm sorry, if you're listening to this after we recorded this and you're not able to um, see the video on Spotify or YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, um, pretty much it's like a navy blue face mask with a uh, like a almost like a uh, matte red pretty much mm-hmm. it's it's pretty solid and then it's got the Texans logo on it just as it should um, so I mean it's not bad I don't think that it's terrible I don't think that you it's know, as bad as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers orange creamsicle jerseys that are god awful but uh do you know which one's better if you tell yeah. me the Kelly green dude they're probably yeah, the gonna Kelly wear the green. Kelly green jerseys against this they can't the Kelly greens next year oh never mind. Um, but the bangles, white ones, the white ones that they said that they were gonna, the white ones that they said they were gonna, um, bring out out this year. Yeah. Mm, You should, you should show the people, you should show the people of of this great pigskin project podcast, (laughs) the white ones that we're talking about real quick. Yeah, for sure. Um, those ones and those ones were confirmed today. That that is clean, and that's because it's not a solid color, and there's like stuff going onto it, and that's what I like. It's, I mean, these are just these are sexy. These are phenomenal. I love these uniforms. 
Oh these my gosh. Are, yeah. One second. And it's crazy because go. like I wouldn't say they got bullied into it, but like people mocked these up. And these wasn't yeah. Ooh. These were not even the Bengals idea. Some people on the internet last year came up with these. And these are the uniforms. For those who don't know, it's the normal white Bengals uniform um, with a couple stripes on the shoulders. Uh, but the helmet is all white with some stripes on the helmet as well. And it just black stripes. That, yeah. that accent of orange just oh, there, you know, just a little around the jersey. It's not too much. This, my friend, is a good, this is, oh good jersey. I love these ones. These are, and it might just be because they're different, um, but yeah. Um, anyway, so our next headline, um, the Seahawks have discussed trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, this is what we talked about last week after the Baker yeah. trade. <laughs> um, you know, immediately after, it's just like, okay, what does this uh, trade stuff look like? And it looks like it's already started to come up. The Seahawks, you know, exactly. discussing it. I think this is a good move. Um, I think Drew Locke mm-hmm. could actually learn a lot from Jimmy Garoppolo. And, you know, I think that it would be okay. What are your, what are your thoughts? No, I don't think they should trade for anyone. I think they need to tank. And I think that's probably what they're going to do. Um, I, I, in a personal opinion, I think they should tank. But, again, I don't think that's what they're going to do. Because if they would have tanked, they would have fired Pete Carroll. Yeah. And they allowed Pete Carroll another year. And they would have traded DK. Um, yeah. I think you pay DK his big money and then you tank and then you get a CJ Stroud next year. Uh, but I don't think that's where they're going to do. No, sad, sad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I just, I like quarterback moves in general, man. Of I'll course. take whatever I can get. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, um, next up, Next headline, Trent Williams will be the first 99 overall O-lineman on Madden since Walter Jones in 2007. Um, Something I think is pretty cool. Uh, Definitely earned for sure. Um, I'm a huge Madden guy, you know. Um, (laughs) So I, in all honesty, I think uh, he earned it. This is a good 99 <laughs> overall player. Um, yes. So I'm sorry. So we're looking at our next headline, and it's just, you know, um, we have to. It's football. Take related. it away. You take it. You, you, you take the floor, my friend. So if you guys live under a rock or if you just don't go on social media, you guys have heard about the Zach Wilson news. Um, <laughs> if I understand this correctly, um, his best friend that plays on the uh, commanders, commanders, the commies, um, ended up taking Zach Wilson's girlfriend. So in return, Zach Wilson, no, go for it. I, <laughs> I don't want to say it wrong. Wait, you know, no. So what happened was so. His name was Dax. Um, I forget what Dax's last name was. Uh, Dax and Zach Wilson, close friends throughout all of college. They were like best friends. They dormed together. They were real close. Um, we don't know exactly what happened, whether Zach Dax Wilson's Milne. girlfriend. Yes. Whether, da- um, whether Zach's girlfriend broke up with him or cheated. All that matters is Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend is now with his ex 
best friend. Um, so someone commented um, on a post that she put with uh, his, his ex-girlfriend with Dax. And someone commented and it said homie hopper on it. And then she replied with this long story about how Zach Wilson um, in a very PJ way possible um, slept with yes. um, slept with Zach, his mother, Zach Wilson's mother's best friend. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, let's let's just move on. Um, anyways, <laughs> that, that 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 is what happened. <laughs> just uh, you know, you could look up memes and everything like that on Twitter and Instagram, oh, yeah. doing all that. But uh, as far as keeping it PG, we're not gonna joke around about it. Anyways, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have an announcement to make. We are bringing on a new member of the podcast, a new co-host. What? It's a part-time co-host. Oh, okay. I wouldn't He's stepping in. No, no, no. This isn't breaking <laughs> news to you either. He's stepping in as a his his title is now part-time so... co-host. If we ever need somebody to step in, this is the first guy that we contact <laughs> for sure. This guy, okay? He's a great friend of ours. He's been to the scouting combine with us. He's done a lot of different things with us as far, you know, he's going to be involved, but going forward, if Ben needs to step out due to school, if I need to step out due to school, if I need to step out due to work for whatever reason, if, you know, I'm not feeling good, if I'm on vacation, if Ben's not feeling good, if he's on vacation, this is the first guy that we contact. This is the guy that will step in for us if we need it. That's why <laughs> That's we say. call I it part time. I would, I wouldn't even call it part time. I would, <laughs> I. You guys know him. You guys love him, uh, Matt Hartman. Um, he's just he's feeling. I'm 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 gone next week. Um, yep. I I'm on vacation, so Matt's just gonna be on the pod next week. Um, we joke about him being a part time co-host <laughs> just because he comes on from time to time. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't phrase it as a part-time co-host he's, he's just a good friend it's it's like know, an and... inside joke take it as an inside yes, joke yes whoever we're, listening we're... to this congratulations you're part of the inside joke uh yeah. it's not it's not like you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, he comes he, in every he's... other episode it's just whenever we need him he's our guy and yeah. so that's why he will be here with me uh yep. next week to cover anything that happens within the next week um so uh you know no, should be a good life, episode i'm so. for, for the people you know we're gonna overshare we love to overshare on this podcast i'm oh, going yeah. on vacation going camping i'm gonna be out in the middle of woods knowing my luck i'm you know jimmy's gonna get traded debo's gonna get traded dk metcalf is gonna get traded <laughs> like, i will say this so much stuff is going to go down while I'm in the middle of the forest and I have no phone connection to the outside world. It's going to be starting <laughs> Starting next week, starting on the 18th, certain teams, their rookies are going to be able to report to a training camp, whether that's public or whether that's just private. Start, certain training camps will start on the 18th. Yes. Um, and so because of that, there's may or may not be some breaking news that happens. And, um, I'm not 
going to be doing that alone. And just because we never do things alone on the pigskin project, it's always a team effort. Um, and so, you know, Matt does a great job. Um, listen to Bustworthy if you haven't already. Um, but, you know, he does a great job, um, you know, and so that, that's why we love having him on. But without further ado, um, we are moving on to our next announcement, um, which is something. Yeah, which is something that Ben and I love to do, love to talk about, whether it's on our free time, whether it's not. Ladies and gentlemen, expect not. I'm, I'm not saying ask for. I'm saying expect because you don't even have to ask for it on this podcast. <laughs> fantasy football will be talked about on this podcast. Plenty of fantasy football related content, um, which I mean, we've got a lot in our plans. Um, you know, I I'm I know that we're excited to bring you all the best fantasy football advice and overall content available. Um, you guys are probably going to get a little inside peek at um, our league as far as league transactions go and stuff like that. Um, Ben's going to be screaming at me because, you know, you'll learn about my strategies and what I do as far as lopsided trades because they're stupid. Um, they won't. Okay. That won't happen this year. We had. Yeah. We had a newcomer, one of my best friend in the whole world. Um, never play fantasy football, does not keep up with the NFL. Yeah. Um, Ryan took uh, just advantage of him. That was just very unfair. To um, be fair, I asked him, let me just explain it because now, now I look bad. <laughs> as you should, as you should. Hey, he's just mad. Hey. Okay, look, here's the, th- here's the situation. Ben set up his fantasy team because he had no clue what he was doing. It's okay. I know. I made, I literally drafted my friend Jackson's yeah. fantasy team. And I said, you yeah. know, Jackson, I'll draft these players. You do what you want to do. If you want to ask me for advice, I'm always here for you. If you don't, then, you know, you don't have to ask me. And the one time he didn't ask me, continue though. I asked for Jonathan Taylor. I was like, what do I got to do for Jonathan Taylor and DJ Moore? And so I believe. The trade, um, I forget his name, but he played for the Ravens. It's the uh, Ravens' like third, fourth string running back. Yeah, the Ravens' fourth string running back, pretty much that was on the practice squad on and off, and blah blah blah. Jackson asked for him. He asked for Debo, and then I want to say there was a third piece, but I'm not entirely sure because it was so small that it just it just didn't matter. Like it was so lopsided. And the reason why he did it was just to try and be like independent on a move. It just so happened to be the biggest move that happened in our fantasy league. Um, so as a result, um, that's that's not going to happen this year uh, because I, mm-hmm. I have full faith in him. Um, I also have more faith in my trade making abilities because it, it was pretty much league known that I like built some pretty crappy trades. Um, so Tayshon Williams. Or t- it was Tyson, Tyson Williams. Yeah. Tyson Williams. Sorry. Yeah. Is so yeah. Tyson Williams, who I don't even know if he's on a team right now. He played like a whopping two and a half games. Yeah, no, I'm pretty oh, positive. I'm he got cut the that. day after that we made that trade, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no. So that happened. But uh, in other, in other things though, 
if you want some good content as far as who you should trade for, who you shouldn't trade for, the stardom, situms, um, you know, who we project to be really good this season, who we project to be really bad this season, uh, maybe a potential fantasy draft. Um, tune into our show. Just literally just tune into our show. It's so simple. Um, you guys already do it if you're doing it right now. Stay tuned. Um, anyways, so after that, guys, we've been doing this week to week with two team schedule predictions. And we finished up our second, well, I guess our fourth division, but second uh, section of divisions just last week. And so this week we're transitioning to the southern divisions of the NFL, starting in the NFC with the Carolina Panthers. And next up is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But we got to go with the Carolina Panthers first. Ben, do you want to go first or do you want me to go? Sure. Yeah, I can. Let's, let's set some groundwork here. Um, it's it's really interesting looking, you know, when, when I took a look at what I thought they were going to do two weeks ago versus what I thought they were going to do now. Because obviously that quarterback, you know, trading for Baker Mayfield, you know, versus Sam Darnold is such a big leap. And by the way, the, the Panthers are really trying to make it seem as if there's a quarterback battle between the two of them. Yeah. Which is just terrible. Okay, I hate quarterback battles. Quarterback battles are my least one of my least favorite things because especially when it's a very obvious situation like this because all you're doing is taking reps away from your starting quarterback. Let's be honest, I know, you know, everyone listening knows Baker Mayfield's a starting quarterback, but if you have a starting quarterback battle in the preseason, all you're doing is taking away those practice reps from Baker who needs to learn the offense. I, I, I hate it. I don't like it. Uh, but it's fun to see how this team's going to do um, with Baker versus, you know, two weeks ago when they didn't have him. That being said, week one is going to be fun. Yeah. Week one is the Browns versus the Panthers. And that's, that'll be fun to see um, to see how uh, Baker reacts that when he's the eventual starter there. Um, right. But week one... Um, as we've covered 10,000 times on this podcast, Deshaun's not playing week one. Um, I think that Baker is going to have a chip on his shoulder. Panthers are taking that week one. Okay. Um, so I think the Panthers take it week one, and then they play the Giants. I think the Giants are going to be trash. Um, I think originally uh, when we went over the Giants, I think I had the Giants winning this, but you know didn't have Baker at the time. So... The Panthers are winning it. So they start off real good. They start off 2-0. It's like Matt Rule's keeping his job. Yeah. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Then they go on like a five-game lose streak. They lose to the Saints in week three, Cardinals in week four, uh 49ers in week five, uh Rams in week six, and Bucks in week seven. <laughs> so now they're okay. two and five. I think two, I, I think this is probably when Matt Rule gets fired. I think okay. Matt Rule probably gets fired, you know, week seven of the season right there. Okay. Um, I think they beat the Falcons, so now they're three and five. Um, I think they lose to the Bengals and then lose to the Falcons. Okay. So now they're uh, three and seven. Um, that's, uh, yeah, it's tough for them. Uh, that, They've got a really rough schedule, though. Yes. So they're, they're, three, they're three and seven going into their – no, that's not their bye week. Um, 
Where is their bye week? I'll Google it. Ah, that's tough. Um, but they're they're three and seven going into this Ravens game, uh, and then they're going to lose to the Ravens, lose and then lose to the Broncos. So now they're three and nine. Then hopefully we can get some wins here. I think they'll beat the Steelers, so put them at four and nine. Week thirteen. Um, so in between the Seahawks and Steelers. There you go. Um. Okay. Um, and I, I think one. I had, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I'll, I'll have them being the Seahawks and the Steelers about time. That's, yeah. uh, that's five wins they have. Congratulations. <laughs> now losing to the Lions, losing to the Bucks, and losing to the Saints. They have a whopping five and a 12 record. Yeah. Um, yeah, Matt Rule gets fired. I don't think they're doing too well. Um, I don't think they re-signed Baker. Um, it's going to be tough. And as a Bears fan, you know more than anyone, you want to lose three games or you want to win three or less games or 10 or more games. But anywhere yeah. between like the four to like eight to nine wins sucks because you're, you're just yeah. stuck. Um, and <laughs> they're just they're, they're in that same spot where they're just they're stuck now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I have them going five and 12. So, starting off, I completely agree with you with the Browns take. Um, Deshaun's not starting, and Baker is on his revenge tour uh, this season. He's going to silence a lot of doubters. I've already said this before. I think that he's actually going to perform very well, and I think that he has a chance to get re-signed this season. Let me explain why. So, this Browns game, he's going to win. In New York against the Giants, he's going to win that one with the Panthers, too. Then, in Carolina, they play the Saints. He's going to pull a win out of his pocket there and start the season 3-0. Matt, forgive me, but please wait. So, after that, they play the Cardinals. That's a tough team. They'll lose. The 49ers, they'll lose. Rams, reigning Super Bowl champions, they'll lose. Buccaneers, they'll lose. In Atlanta, because of the spurt, they will lose. Bengals, they'll lose. And then back in Atlanta, or no, back in Carolina against Atlanta, they'll win that one. It's okay. Um, in that six game losing streak, by the way, that's when Rule's going to get fired. I'm with you there. It's going to be middle of the season, um, most likely after the Falcons' loss, is what I'm saying. Um, but then they'll beat the Falcons, and then they'll lose to the Ravens, Broncos, and then they'll beat the Seahawks before the bye week. They'll get healthy. Baker's got the Steelers number, man. I'm telling you. And Baker's going to come out with a win in Pittsburgh or at, in Carolina and say, what's up, Pittsburgh? Here's an L. <laughs> Against the Lions in Carolina, I have the Lions winning because, man, this Lions team, just something something different about them. But uh, then the Panthers will lose against the Buccaneers and then lose against the Saints to finish 6-11, just one game more than what you have it's pretty similar um but i think it's going to be good for about the eighth or ninth pick in the league for this upcoming draft so you're looking around you know that that area to where if you want to draft a quarterback you can um i think seeing baker mayfield and like maybe a one or two year extension um with the second year being like a team option and then having like Bryce Young step in, or um, I know Matt Corral's in there too. So like maybe see where he's at, and then draft 
you know, maybe upgrade the defense. It, it's all it's all in the cards. But um, let's reflect on this really quick and then move to the Buccaneers. This is this is gonna be bold too. Um, does it have to do with my Matt Crow love? Maybe. Am I biased? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if Matt Corral played more than five games this season. Wow. Okay. I wouldn't I... be surprised in, in that in that um that week thirteen. By the way, uh, that's between the Broncos. That's in between the Broncos and Seahawks game, not the Seahawks. Seahawks. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Matt Corral come in after the bye week and play the last five games this season. Yeah, that's a, it's a pretty weak schedule except for the Buccaneers, and we'll get to the Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers could be a weak team in that week 16. Uh-oh, you better so, not say weak while referring to the Saints. <laughs> well, let's move on to the Buccaneers schedule, okay? Bah, bah, bah. I want to go first here because yeah, people might think that it's a bold take, but I Oh, don't. people are not going to like you. So, this Buccaneers team, they upgraded their run defense by adding Akeem Hicks to their already elite defensive line. Because of that, what I think is going to happen this year, and your little fantasy preview, by the way, I think Ezekiel Elliott would be a solid take in the middle middle of the draft because I feel like people are going to be like, oh, man, like Ezekiel Elliott, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have it in the cards, man. He's not who he used to be. Um, I completely think that's BS, and I think that he could actually go off. But – it's not going to be in week one against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to pull out a win in Dallas. Tampa Bay is going to beat New Orleans in week two, beat the Packers week three, beat the Chiefs week four, beat the Falcons week five, Steelers week six, Panthers week seven. The Ravens will end their win streak. And then uh, they'll beat the Rams, beat the Seahawks, beat the Browns, beat the Saints, beat the 49ers, beat the Bengals, beat the Cardinals, beat the Panthers, and beat the Falcons to be the NFL's hottest team. That's right. It's not in the AFC. The NFL's hottest team going into the playoffs as the number one seed in the NFC at 16-1. and They will be a great team this year. Tom Brady's going to be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I got another Super Bowl on my mind. Let's go get it, boys. And they stand (laughs) a very legitimate chance of doing that. So let's do it. Ben, what you got? Wow. That was um, was a lot. (laughs) Yeah, no, we are not – not on the same page there. One. Give me yeah. that sixteen and one train, baby. Let's go. <laughs> um, I I do think I, I think they open up uh, with three wins right off the bat. I think it's I think they're going to beat the Cowboys. I think they're beating the Saints, and I think they're beating the Packers. Boom, boom, and boom. I think okay. they lose the Chiefs. Um, but then I think Why? they go. I, I we know where we stand. I, you know where I stand on Patrick Mahomes. We've already had this conversation, and we can disagree. Patrick Mahomes has his number two. I, I, I this is going to be a great duel. It's going to go back and forth. Um, uh, you know, I, I have the Chiefs edge in them out there. Okay. Um, but then I think they go on another three-game win streak. So then I think it's you know I think it's the Falcons. I think they beat the Steelers, and I think they beat the Panthers. So That's right easy. now they have yeah. six six wins right here. 
But then I think they lose to the Ravens and they lose to the Rams as well. So now they have three losses. Okay. Um, I think they lose to, or, or I think they beat the Seahawks. I think they beat the Browns and I think they beat the Saints. Um, I think they lose the 49ers. I think the Niners are back this season, baby. I don't think people, people are sleeping on them a little bit. And then okay. I think they lose to the Bengals as well. That's uh, okay. one, two, three, four, five losses right there. Um, but then I think they beat the Cardinals, beat the Panthers, and beat the Falcons. So I have them going uh, 12 and five. So <laughs> still a very good losing. team, though. So, yeah, good team for sure. I, you know, yeah. I, I think they're, you know, we, we know who the best team in this division is. It comes as no shock to people. Yep. Um, I'm going to be honest, though. I have them going 12 and five. Um, I could see them losing um, more than five games, though. I could see them losing to a Saints maybe once. I could see them losing to the Packers. Yeah. I could see them losing to the Browns. Um, I, I'm definitely not as high on this team. I mean, I could see them winning 12 games. Um, yeah. But I could also see them winning eight games. Yeah, so. I, I understand that. That's definitely their floor. The What people aren't talking about here is the absolute disaster situation in Tampa Bay if old man Tom Brady gets hit just the wrong way, Tom Brady gets hurt, and Kyle Trask has to go in. Because the way that people make it seem is that Tom Brady – I mean, obviously he's the clear-cut like starter in uh, Tampa Bay. But the thing is, is like, what happens? What happens if he trots out there and he pulls a hammy because he's 50 years old? Like, what happens? You know, (laughs) like, I mean, the thing is, nobody's talking about this. What if he gets hurt in the middle of the season and decides, yeah, no, I should have stayed retired and retires for the rest of the season? What happens if that's the situation and Tampa Bay ends up winning three games next year? And hey, guess what? Now we're in the talks for Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Nobody's talking about that. No, because I I, I don't think, even with Tom Brady hurt, I think their roster is not bad enough to lose three games. And their head coaching or their their coaching staff with two, I mean, Todd Bowles took over. And then with another potential head coaching guy who I've been pounding the table for this past year who will definitely get a job next year in Brian Leftwich, they're not letting that team win only three games. I mean, they have a one of the best well-rounded rosters in the entire league. Yeah. Um, and obviously it would suck to see Tom Brady get hurt, no doubt. But I, I think even if Tom Brady were to go down, they're definitely more than a three-win team. Um, but a conversation we do need to have is how how is Bruce Aaron stepping down, Todd Bowles taking over, how is that going to affect the team? I don't think it's going to be too bad because Brian Leftwich was the one who called the plays. Um, you know, Todd Bowles isn't coming from the outside. Todd Bowles was the defensive coordinator. Um, but I think there's – we have to think about that when we're saying a team's going to go 16-1. and one. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, I mean, yeah, this is – I'm talking perfect scenario pretty much. Every, you know, every time you go into a season, you're thinking, oh, this team looks great on paper. And then injuries happen and sickness happens and, you know, little things where somebody's out for a week and then not like these things are going to happen. It all comes down to who's the strongest. And that's why we'll talk about what 2022 teams 
will repeat or 2021 playoff teams. Sorry, I can correct that really quick. What 2021 playoff teams will repeat um, as far as, you know, who's going to make the playoffs and who's not? Um, just to remind you guys, let me go ahead and just list off entirely who made the playoffs this year. Um, starting in the AFC with Vegas, Cincinnati, New England, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, and Tennessee. Or Tennessee. And then in the NFC, San Francisco, Dallas, Arizona, the Rams, Philly, Tampa Bay, and Green Bay. Um, this is packed with, I think, hot takes um, for me. I don't know what your list is looking like if you just want mm-hmm. to react to mine. I can definitely I know start what my first. List looks like. Yeah, you can start first. Yep. All right. Starting in the AFC, um, very clearly, Vegas could very – I mean, we've talked about that as well. It's a very, very tough division and a very, very tough conference. I mean, Vegas is set up um, to succeed in some areas but fail overall in record battles. Um, Cincinnati, we've also talked about saying, Hey, guess what? They're also in a tough division, depending on Watson's suspension, depending on how dominant this Ravens team looks like it's going to be. Um, since he could actually be in the same situation as Vegas, no matter what, I mean, they did improve this off season, but the thing is, is like, it's, it very well could prove to be a fluky season. Um, next up new England, I've already stated how low I am on new England. I think, um, you know, this is definitely going to be a down year in New England, and that's going to reflect early on. Um, Pittsburgh, they've got an unsettled quarterback battle in Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. Um, and I definitely think, you know, man, like this could go south just despite the fact that they have a pretty strong wide receiver core and a somewhat legit defense that could potentially win you some games. Next up is something that I don't think people have I, – I think people have ruled out the possibility of this happening, and I find it ridiculous. Kansas City mm. could potentially miss the playoffs. No. I love the fact that Patrick Mahomes is good. He's, he's great. I will completely – you know, but people are so quick to say, oh, man, Kansas City's going to win their division. Dude, the Chargers look really – Really good. There's three playoff. There's three wild card spots. There very well could be four. That entire division very well could yeah. make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, no, three wild card spots plus the winner. I yeah. could see that happening. I, I, I do think it's a lock. I would be. I would run around in my underwear around Shorewood if you know, <laughs> if the if the Chiefs didn't make. Um, you want to make that bet right now? You want to make that so bet right I, now? No, of course I'm not making that bet. No. Yeah. But yeah. it was it was a hyper, you know, <laughs> I, I was a bigger so, speech, my guy. But yeah, there, no, I, I would say it's less than one percent chance that they don't make the playoffs. See, I I disagree. I I mean, Patrick Mahomes is great, but the thing is, is I mean, you know what? I'll just let it speak for me. There's a chance that they don't miss the playoffs. And I think that it's greater than 1%. I think that, you know, it's a very talented roster and a very talented coaching staff as well. But the thing is, is that they've, they've, they got to compete with three other very good teams twice in the season. So, you know, you're talking six games right there. Let's say that they lose four of them. Like, that's a pretty big. Why are we hit. saying four? I think the safe bet is 
split every single one unless you're the Buffalo Bills. But I think unless you're like yeah. the Buffalo Bills or the Rams or like these crazy teams, I think the safe way to always do it, unless you're really bad or really good, is to split right down the middle. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And let me just say, though, I mean, we'll clearly get to their schedule later on, um, but I don't want to stay on them too much because I've got three other teams in the NFC side of things that could potentially miss the playoffs. And that's and you're going to hate this, but San Francisco. Arizona and Green Bay. Um, let me start with Green Bay just because everybody's going to be like, all right, dude, take off your bias shoes. Now, listen, <laughs> I, dude, it's a tough NFC. And the thing is, is that Minnesota looks very, very good. Now, I do want to clear up. You cannot count out Aaron Rodgers. He is a very, very deadly man, back-to-back MVPs. He deserves his respect. Um, do I think he's a nutbag? Yeah, absolutely. But like, it's okay. Cause the guy can play. <laughs> um, so the thing is, is like with green Bay, I, you know, I love Christian Watson, but the thing is, is that what people aren't talking about? Yes. Aaron Rodgers is very good, but the thing is, is it solely relies on, or not solely, but like a big part of it is Christian Watson's development and also how big of a hole is left. Now whoa, whoa, whoa. You better watch yourself. They have Sammy Watkins, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. Oh, oh you yeah, better be no. scared. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh let's just let's just pump the brakes on the Packers really quick just because it's a very good possibility that hey guess what Minnesota looks good. They've got a new coaching staff and everything like that. Hey man, it could happen. Um now, I do want to say, do I think that Green Bay could make the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. I think every single one of these teams, um, with the exception of New England out of this whole list, and is going to make the uh, – I think Arizona could actually make the playoffs. I think they could squeeze in. But the thing is, is what I'm talking about solely here is that, um, you know, <laughs> Matt's coming in here saying, I think you undervalue the quarterback position. <laughs> I understand. I, I would agree with him. Um, we can get in that next week, but as far as San Francisco goes, um, like I said, if they make the trade to um, Seattle, let's see what they get in return right now. But as of right now, I think San Francisco without Debo or with Debo, um, could potentially miss the playoffs, just solely relying on Trey Lance's development, seeing how he is or where he is, um, and then, you know, Arizona as well. Um, you know, they're always – dude, it's an up-and-down situation in Arizona. They lost Christian Kirk, um, but they traded for Hollywood Brown. It's like, dude, I'm not as high on Arizona as I am just this past season, and they're just giving off the vibe that, you know, maybe this team isn't it. Um, next episode, wanna... what, I, what I really yep. want to do – and I'm just spitballing because this idea just popped in my head. Next episode, and Matt, I know you're listening. If you, what I really want to do is see what teams that didn't make the playoff that could make the playoffs this year as well. But, uh, Ben, what were you saying? Do you want to run through your AFC teams real quick, just like in a list? You're saying like my, my, the like ones my list who, of who's uh, going to miss or who could miss? Yeah, the list of who could miss Vegas, Cincinnati, New England, Pittsburgh, and Kansas City. You're telling me you have Kansas City on there, but you don't have the Tennessee Titans on there. 
Oh yeah, no, you're sorry. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Tennessee. I'll be completely honest. So are the Bills the only one on there? Um, yeah, Buffalo's the only safe it's... one in my book. Okay, I I do I will say I think there are more open spots in the AFC than there are in the NFC. Um, but as far as the AFC, I mean, if we if we're looking at this through a realistic lens, I think the only teams that should really be concerned are Tennessee, New England. And the Pittsburgh, I think, just because I, I do think the Ra- the Raiders got better. Their division well, is tough. Hold on, though. Let me just remind you that you know your Cincinnati picks weren't necessarily the strongest either. No, but I saw them being in the wild card. I said that. Fair. I um, mean, maybe. I no, I'd be very shocked if they didn't. Um, I I think I mean L.A. or, or Las Vegas is is tough. I could say definitely think they're a better team than what they were last year. Um, their division is tough. Again, I could very well see the whole division getting into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bet on it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but I, I, I think Las Vegas is making it. I think Cincinnati's making it. I think Buffalo Bills are the number one. Con- I, I think the Buffalo Bills, if I had to take a guess, are my Super Bowl champions. Um, yeah. And we know how I feel about Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So I think, again, I think the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals are like for sure locks. Um, and I would I would probably bet money too that the Raiders are making it. Um, but yeah, the, the Titans, Patriots, and Steelers uh should be worried. Um, so you get three three, we'll say three and a half, or we're hedging a little bit on, on Vegas there. So we'll say three and a half spots are open uh okay. for the playoffs in the AFC. Uh but as far as the NFC as far as the NFC, I think uh I think the 49ers. I'm not really worried about the 49ers. I'm not worried about the Eagles. I'm not worried about uh, the Rams. I'm not worried about Tampa Bay. Really, the only two teams on this list that scare me are the Cowboys and the in 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 the Cardinals. Okay. Um, I I am concerned about that, but again, as we t- I uh I I think we need to have a conversation about how far we think a a quarterback can up a roster, but I. It's Aaron Rodgers. I'm. It, come on, no. Um, does he win in the playoffs? Different debate, but he makes the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I do um, want to. I do want to slightly rant on your point because we we talk about how much a quarterback bounces up. I'm gonna get rid of the banner really quick because we're gonna switch up really quick. The amount of hype that Baker Mayfield is getting right now is absolutely ridiculous considering the fact that people were crapping on his grave literally two weeks ago. This man was being slaughtered, and this guy got traded to a bottom five team, and all of a sudden he's Superman. I've heard people say that the Panthers are making the playoffs this year because of Baker Mayfield. Are you serious? Like, Baker Mayfield, don't get me wrong. I think he can be very good. I think that he can go out and get that revenge season. But the thing is, so many people are just focusing on this. And it's just like, dude, I so many people were calling me crazy. You know, you, do you understand that? Do you the amount I, of people I get I, I get what you're saying? Um, we know where I stand on Baker, and I had the Panthers winning five games this season. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you would you share the same point of view that I do. People are overhyping this trade. It is not necessarily, hey, Baker, let's bring you in so you can be our franchise guy. It's not a Russell Wilson-type trade. Like, this is a bridge quarterback at best right now. Like, I think that he could win you a couple games, but the thing is, is, dude, you got to slow down. Not not you. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. media has to slow down. They're, oh, I mean, 
I think it partly has to do with uh, the fact that, you know, there's nothing else to cover. And so you got to bring in some clicks somehow. But the thing is, is, dude, oh, my God, dude, like. Anyways, all right, we'll bring up the banner again. You can, you can, I'm, I'm done with my rant for right now. Matt, get ready because it's coming. But, anyways, <laughs> no, you're all good. Um, but no, I mean, I, I think as far as quarterbacks, I mean, Stafford's going to make the playoffs. Brady's making the playoffs. Um, Rodgers is making the playoffs. Um, I think the, 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 the Niners honestly have themselves in a good situation here when it comes to Trey Lance because they can ha- they can have Trey Lance play the first three games or four games or whatever, and if he just stinks it up, then they can have Jimmy come in afterwards and they can be like, this was the plan all along because Jimmy's hurt. So yep. they can be like, we were always going to play Jimmy and once he got healthy. So they, they could um, – it, it's perfect for him there, but I just think all around they have a, a solid team. Um Again, I think the Cowboys got worse, um, and um, I would say I've been pretty vocal on how how I felt about the the Cardinals here. Um, so, so I only think there's there's two spots in the NFC to be uh, taken, but All but right. I think uh, for the most most part, I think everyone um, in the NFC um, are locks. Besides, uh, again, the Cowboys and the Cardinals. Okay, so next up, excuse me, we're ranking some more teams. I don't want to focus on this too much. Um, I think it's very cut and dry where teams stand, except for like the top two. Um, I'm going to go first just because I feel like you're, you're thinking that I'm crazy right now, but I promise you it's not as bad as it thinks or as it looks. Number one. Okay. Just in case, just in case, if you aren't watching, um, we're ranking Chicago, uh, the New York giants, Pittsburgh and Washington. Um, just so you guys know at home, uh, anyways, so at number one, as far as the best out of this group, got to go with Pittsburgh. Um, I, I think this wide receiver core is good and I definitely want to take Pittsburgh's defense over Washington. Washington is a close second though. And so Washington takes number two, Ben, we've had a dispute about this. This is why I said I don't want to focus on this too much. But it literally comes down to tooth and nail and can be interchangeable. Mm-hmm. It just depends on who you talk to. But because of what I personally think, you can call me biased. You can call me unbiased. Chicago's number three. Giants at number four. Those are my rankings. Um, No, our lists are, are, are the same. Okay. Um. I, Thanks for I, moving I Chicago up. Love no, it. no, no. <laughs> okay, the Giants have a better roster. Rosters aren't everything, dog, and we know that. And and, and part of the reason is is we 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 take out the quarterback situation because we don't know what Justin Fields is, and that is the factor here. Is if Justin Fields is booty and Justin Fields played the way that he did this past season, Giants. I'm gonna panic so bad. Okay, I'm going to go into this Justin... state of mind. You're going to see me in the fetal position, just rocking back and forth in a corner with crazy hair, dude. Like there, there's but no way. If Justin Fields is good and he develops the way that bears fans think he's going to turn Jesus Christ, then we give it to the bears. And I, I think it's somewhere in the middle. Um, I, I really do. I I've said this before. I, I, I would expect a Jalen hurts type year out of Justin Fields this year. Um, 
so so it's tough there. Um, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington was the best out of this group. Um, I, I've I, I love I, I like I wouldn't say love. Uh, I like a lot of Washington's roster. Um, quarterback situation that we just talked about is a little tricky there. Um, everyone's opinion on Carson Wentz varies. Um, Carson Wentz's opinion on himself probably varies. Um, so it's this tough. This man doesn't uh, know where but, he's at. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I agree with you. I think it's um, Pittsburgh and Washington, Gap, Chicago and Giants. Okay. If let me let me ask you this quick question. I'm not going to debate it or anything. I just want to know if you're starting a franchise today. You know, based off of what we've seen, drafting right now, league resets. Daniel Jones and Justin Fields are the two best quarterbacks on the on, available. Out of those two, you don't have a quarterback right now. Out I'm of those two, who are you picking? I'm taking the unknown. I'm taking Justin Fields. We don't Second know. Off. Yeah, we, we don't know who we don't know what Justin Fields is. Um, we at, at this point we we know what Daniel Jones is. Um, so I'm Nick, taking maybe. the unknown. I, I'm yeah. taking the unknown. So, um, secondly, when you said that you expected a Jalen Hurts situation out of Justin Fields, I find it hilarious. Year. Jalen Hurts year, not situation. Jalen Hurts year, yeah. Um, I find it hilarious because when Jalen Hurts was drafted, do you remember how high I was on Jalen Hurts? No, oh, yeah, I know. You I him. was ecstatic. I was oh, like, yeah. dude, I hope to God the Bears can get Jalen Hurts. And uh, <laughs> one of our listeners, Jake Lane, um, shout out to Jake. He can probably account for it because he was pretty high on Jalen Hurts too and, and looking at him to be a potential Bear too. So if these two are, at the end of the day, going to be comparable within the next three years, like <laughs> I just Which think I it's be a surprise. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. It's, it's a very similar quarterback style and to be honest with you it's like i could see it happening it's not the worst scenario like you know so yeah. i think that it would just be ironic and i would just laugh so hard if that were to happen but let's move on to and, our personal favorite s- section of all time yeah real or quick, maybe not um, of all time but yeah no no it's it's of all time um <laughs> real quick uh I I don't know when. Obviously, we have a lot of stuff going on. You know, stuff changes from week to week. Um, I I do think having a Jalen Hurts conversation on this podcast would be interesting um, because Jalen Hurts just the Jalen Hurts conundrum um, is just is just really interesting to see where people rank him. Um, And honestly, I think the media probably thinks of him higher than what um, Philadelphia does. Uh, which is ironic because mm-hmm. usually it's the other way around. Usually, you know, you look you look at Bears. Bears media pr- probably, uh, n- not probably. Bears Bears media thinks a lot higher of Justin Fields than I wanted to say the rest. Um, but I think that's flipped. Um, I, I think he's uh, a fun conversation to have, and I think that kind of points to the how much stock is put into being a first round pick versus everywhere else. Uh, yep. But it's a conversation we can have um, on a later podcast. Can't promise what will happen, but I think it'll be a fun, fun conversation to have. Yeah. All right, guys. Weddle. It's Weddle time. Weddle. Um, it's time for the easy round where we guess based off of that. Um, ben, who won last week? Uh, well, it was the Bears punter. So Matt uh, won last week. <laughs> <laughs> Matt won, Yeah. Uh, so he'll be getting first round. He'll be getting first dibs on whatever pick he wants next week for that. But <laughs> because I was the last winner out of both of us, 
I think I still get first, yeah, first dibs. It's, it, yeah, it's up to you. I don't, I don't bother me. Um, I I want to go with first pick, actually, this time. Okay. And I'm going to go with Justin Fields here. Okay. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I go Justin Fields all the time, so it's fine. But, you know, let's switch it up. You can go next because, you know, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> let's go Tyreek Hill. Okay. Ooh, AFC East receiver. He he's um, tall, but he's not super tall. Um, and he's go young, but he's not Judy. super young. Oh wait, no, yeah, AFC East wide receiver. Yeah, AFC East. Um, I think I already know who it is. I'm gonna go with Stephon Diggs. No, I think he's too old for that one. Yeah, I was thinking height more than age, but okay. So it's not Miami and it's not Buffalo, but it is a wide receiver. Um, that's. In between six one or six two, and um, he is a little bit older than twenty three, and his jersey number is a little bit higher than fourteen. Um, I don't know what this guy's jersey number is, but we're gonna go with Corey Davis. Okay, oh, so he's you're a Patriot. Born... Um, okay, I <laughs> I have another person in mind. Oh, man, what's his name? Oh. Um, no, I think yep. he's too old. I don't know. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, Devontae Parker's too old. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm gonna do it anyway. Maybe, maybe, maybe we could be wrong. I'm 90% sure Devontae Parker's too old. Okay, so I mean, yeah, he is, but I was All gonna right, say well, that was my pick anyway. You told me he was too old, and I almost backed out of it, but it was still my guess, so I'm not gonna do that. Uh, just in right, case well, I did get it. But. Two people now. Uh, yeah, I got a 50-50 guess. Uh, we'll go with Jacoby Myers. That's who I was wanting to go with? Yeah. But, yeah. All right, cool. Yep. Jacoby Myers. All right. Hard mode. I'm going first again. I want Justin Fields again just because, you know. Oh, dude. <laughs> Another NFC North guy? Are you serious? Uh, and he's on. Well, okay, he's on special teams or defense. Okay, because we can no longer rule out. Um, dude, no longer rule out. It's <laughs> crazy to me. Special teams. You can't rule out special teams anymore. Who's our kicker? Uh, oh, that's funny, bro. <laughs> Eric Stokes. Or actually, wait, 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 wait. I actually yeah. just saw a player. I just uh, – get rid of that. I want to see the other stats. I just thought of defensive I, – I just want to see what stats look like. Uh, I can't stats as in like heights, height, okay, age. Yeah. It can't be Eric Stotes off of age alone. Um, I just thought of defensive players here. Um, Devontae Campbell. Or Deontay. De- 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 DeAndre, Devontae. No, it's Devontae. Devontae. Yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> that just wiped out a lot. Oh, man. <laughs> so okay, so he's a linebacker. I, I, okay. What's his name, dude? Uh, oh. What's his name? Barr? Wasn't it Barr? Are you thinking Anthony Barr? Anthony Barr, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, he's not in the league anymore since yeah. it's not coming up. Um, I was oh, gonna say, dude. I'm thinking of another Vikings linebacker. 
but it's too simple for it to be who I'm thinking it of. But I'm thinking the next person that comes to mind is another Vikings linebacker. Dude, I mean, what is, dude, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with, I, I don't know if he's, if he counts. Oh, no, he counts as defensive end. Okay. Because technically that could count as linebacker, but it's fine. I, I went with of? Aiden. I went with Aiden Hutchison. Yeah, no, he's. Uh... But yeah. All right. Okay, so, so it's for sure in the Vikings. So it's a Vikings guy. I think this is. I, I think this is a bit too obvious. And again, this is who I. As soon as I think of Vikings linebacker, and the fact that you didn't think of this guy, I don't. I think this guy's too obvious. But the fact you didn't think of this guy kind of shocked me a little bit. We're gonna go with Eric Kendricks. Mm. No boy. No <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, 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 Eric Kendricks was a bit too um, obvious for me. Bro, what's his name? Um, I feel like I just talked about him. The former Packer. No, because that would count as a defensive end too. I think no. Wait, age. no. That has. I'm trying to, to think based off the age, who would be because someone comes into mind. Um, <sighs> bro, what someone is comes their to mind, name? but the guy that comes to mind, I think, is too old. Um, but I'm thinking of a former. Just don't. Eagle. Just don't. Sh- I, just you, don't. Won't, you won't even know. I'm thinking of former Eagle. You won't know who it is. It doesn't give it away. Uh, it's a guy who joined him this offseason. But I don't think the age is right, but I think the height is correct. Bro, what is his name? I'm... I have like three guys, like boom, boom, and boom. Um, I know who you're thinking of. Do you want me to... – you're talking about former Packers guy. Do you want me to tell yeah. you who you're what's thinking his, of? What's his Are name? Are thinking of Darius Smith? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, let's go. So, let's go. Okay. Go, now, let me just say, thank you for helping me out as far as names goes, but you didn't give that away to me. It was more so just the you. name. It was just the name. I, I, I thought it was too obvious for it to be him. Yeah, but I shouldn't have given it to you because if you didn't know his name, then you wouldn't have been able to guess was him. He one of the, was he one of the three guys? He was one of the three guys I was thinking of. Yeah, I, I was okay. thinking it's, it's based off at of age. I was thinking of Jordan Hicks. That's who I would have guessed right there. Mm. Uh, but I told you three guys. I would I would have guessed Jordan Hicks. He um, let's see how old Jordan Hicks is. Uh, my concern with Jordan Hicks was his age. Um, I think we. I think that breaks a tie. I think I'm four and three. Yeah, I'm technically you're four and three. Jordan Hicks was thirty years old, so he would have fit in that. Um, and then I was thinking. Um, Zadarius Smith and I, uh, Chaz Surratt. Do you even know who mm. Chaz Surratt is, my man? No. But Chaz Surratt's 25, so he would have been too young. Um, I'm sure if, if Matt's listening, Matt, if you want to comment to me, if you remember Chaz Surratt from last year, uh, I think it was last year. It could have been two years ago. Chaz Surratt was this weird safety linebacker hybrid that played at um, UNC. 
mm. and people didn't know like where where quite to play Chad Surratt. Um, gotcha. But I I I he I don't think he was drafted high. I think he was like fourth UNC legend. Yeah, <laughs> UNC legend. Um, yeah, that's who I was thinking of. But I he would have been too young anyways. But it's helpful to be a draft guy when when it's this kind yeah. of stuff. Oh, dude, for sure. Yeah, that's why I was <laughs> like, dude, I gotta take Aiden Hutchinson just in case. I mean, I know that he might not be a linebacker anyway. Guys, gridiron goofs this week is fun. Um, I have a question I, for you after our segment, by the way. Oh, for sure. It belongs in the um, gridiron goofs. It's it's not yeah. football related, but it's not like a game. Oh, of course, it's Anyways. gridiron goofs. Um, so on Friday, the day into. after the day after, or the day that you know last week's uh, podcast came out after mm-hmm. we recorded it live on Thursday, we went and saw Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, oh which. God. I think is getting way too much hate. I think it's a great movie, um, but you know, it's it, to each their own. You know, they uh, it, it all just depends on what you want out of it. I think I got exactly what I wanted out of it, um, but it sparked an idea. Man, we could totally do a draft for best Marvel movies, and Ben, for the superhero guy that I know you are, you get first pick, and so you, you get first pick. I believe I got the Titans last week. You get first pick. Oh, you're right. You're right. So, okay. There's one in two and they're both Avengers. It doesn't really matter. There's one and there's two. And, and and then there's a whole lot of, at least in my opinion, and I would say in a lot of people's opinion, um, I, I disagree, but it's fine because I was going to take Endgame if you weren't going to. So I'll take Avengers Endgame. Okay, well, I already told you where I'm going next with this. Um, It's Avengers um, Infinity War. And, I mean, it changed superhero movies forever. But I think the clear-cut round two, pick one, has to be Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, God, I was never going to take that, so thank you. Um, I loved that movie, dude. Yeah, this movie yeah. made me. I, I, I. This was the first movie that I saw twice or three times, I believe, in theaters. So, I, I, you know, for those who don't know where I stand on this, it was a fine movie. Okay, it was a, <laughs> it was like a, it was a good like eight, eight point five movie. That movie itself was it was it was an, it was an average movie, but the problem is is Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield was in it, and and people love the nostalgia feeling. Oh yeah, and and because there's nostalgia, everyone was like, it's a phenomenal movie. <laughs> it, was, I, it was it was it was the nostalgia it wasn't even about it, that like, man. There's a it lot was. of it. I mean, there that that went into it, but it wasn't exactly all of it. Like. The storyline that went into it as well, um, I think all of the mm-hmm. actors did a phenomenal job. And I think that the directors actually did a great job tying everything in as well. Um, the movie's been out. So uh, if you haven't seen it, that sucks. I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. Um, yeah. The part when Zendaya, I forget her. That was sad. Matt just said, Ben, that's your greatest take. Anyways. Um, the as, scene as, when good, Zendaya as, was... as you agree with me or... Anyways. I, I think he agrees with you, yeah. Okay. But with the scene when Zendaya was falling and Andrew Garfield's um, Spider-Man went down and saved mm-hmm. her, uh, that was one of the greatest 
tie-ins of movies that I had seen um, in a long time, if not ever. That was just like, wow, like he did it. Like that was great. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I can't do it. Um, it was good, man. That was great. But, and but I think it was awesome. Notice how you said that was the best scene. Yeah. And that was or the best scene. The, or, okay. But that was one of the best scenes. And why was that one of the best scenes? It was because of other movies. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing um, is, I mean, at that point, you have to get rid of Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War. What? I mean, they are all tied in, and and all the inside well, course, jokes, but and it all was, the references. Yes, but it like, wasn't a good movie because Iron Man did something in Iron Man three that made it a good movie. Here, yeah, it was a good movie because, like, that's what movie. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, you know what? No, say your piece. This movie's yeah. been out for years. Screw you if you haven't seen this movie. You spoiler if you want to call it that. You live under a rock, man. Watch Avengers Endgame <laughs> if you haven't. Speak your piece, Ben. Come on now. No, I'm if just saying it was just, it's just well, no, no, it has nothing to do with spoiling. It was just a good oh. movie because it was a good yeah. movie. Iron Not Man because, dies, you know, like whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's, it was a good movie because of that. It had nothing to do with like, like obviously there's nostalgia to everything, but like the reason people liked it is because. There was Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, and not because it was like a solid movie. It was a solid movie. It wasn't yeah. an amazing movie. Uh, that being said, just based off the cultural aspects of it, I've never seen anyone go at a movie like this. I'm, oh, I'm picking Black Panther. Yeah, um, it was crazy seeing like the people like dressing up and like their African like garb, like like dressing yeah. up like fully in that stuff, and like the whole culture that just surrounded that. And that's not even to add, and this is a nostalgia thing, or kind of a nostalgia thing, not to, but Chadwick Boseman, you know, yeah. that makes it even better. I'm, you know, that's why I'm, I just think it had so much culture behind it. And while I may not be from that culture, I can appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my next pick, I love this movie so, mm -hmm. so much mm -hmm. for multiple reasons. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Guardians of the Galaxy was. Oh, I mean, was... this is this is I guess bold because, I mean, I feel like it's a little early, but dang it, this is my draft, and you can suck yep. a toe to like if you disagree or you know this is my thing, man. This is my thing. You can have your thing, Ben. You could win this draft for all I care. I think I'm dominating, but per that's the whole fun of gridiron goofs is because. We can all we can put our opinions about other stuff as well, and especially if it's as stupid as you know, what's the best Marvel movie? One of my favorite things to argue about with you. Um, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. I will say the cast was amazing. The storyline that they followed was amazing, and the soundtrack. I mean, both of us. Phenomenal. And I just want to say, Thor: Love and Thunder. If you haven't seen it yet, obviously. I mean, I'm not going to spoil too much, but what I will say is Ben and I looked at each other constantly, like, dude, this soundtrack is bomb. Like, this is great. So, like, dude, if you need, if you haven't seen it, go and see it. Um, but mm. the soundtrack. I mean, I love music, man. And Guardians of the Galaxy, for me, soundtrack played a little bit of it, but overall story and chris pratt just dominates dude his whole character and everything he kills it with the whole comedic effect everything i love that so give me Guardians of the Galaxy. this this comes as no shocker to people um love and thunder definitely tried to tie in a lot more of the comedy into it i will say 
Guardians of the Galaxy and the way that the Guardians of the Galaxy tied in their comedy was what Love and Thunder was trying to be. They yes. did like like as far as Guardians of the Galaxy, they did they did like a perfect amount of tying in the perfect amount of comedy, but still making it an action movie and a superhero yeah. movie and not trying too hard to be a comedy, but having the comedy in there. It did a right. an excellent job executing that. Yeah. Um uh, this is where it gets tough. I know there's was like four or five, six movies that I could pick here. Yeah. Uh, just out of fear of you picking, uh, I don't know where you have this. Again, we don't discuss this ahead of hand. We're doing Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I love that movie. <laughs> was that where you were going? That was my next pick. Yeah, I literally almost picked that one just the past one just because I was like, dude, this this is movie. I In fact, I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't see this one before I saw Avengers Endgame, but I knew what happened in the movie, which is why mm. I didn't go and see it. But I saw that one recently, actually, because it bugged me that I didn't see it. And it's just like, dude. Why did I wait? But like, mm-hmm. yeah, great movie. But you can speak your piece while I'm right. This yeah, time. yeah, just like you said, phenomenal movie. It was, it, it, it was just, it was a really good movie. It had me on my toes, edge of my seat, mm-hmm. the whole movie. I, it's just, it's a good movie. My next pick is quite honestly one of the best. I mean, obviously, I mean that's what Marvel this this whole draft is about. Avengers: Age of Ultron, um, strictly because I love. You know, everything that was going on in that movie, man, between, I mean, I don't know. I don't even have to say it. It explains Mm -hmm. itself. Great movie. And I'm not going to let you take it from me because I know you love Ultron as well. Uh, Age of Ultron for sure. Mm hmm. Um, I don't didn't think you were gonna pick this, and I might get some hate for this one specifically, and not picking a different movie. Um, we're going with the first Doctor Strange here. Doctor Strange mm-hmm. is my babe. Love Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is my favorite superhero of all time, and for that reason, I'm we're we're gonna go with this. And I'm not really too concerned. You're gonna pick um my last pick, which I'm gonna be very sad if you do. With me just saying, I'm not concerned that you're gonna take it. I was people, actually just about to say Multiverse of Madness for my next pick. People, yeah, people. I was gonna say people would be like, "Why didn't you pick Multiverse Madness?" I just like Doctors. I like the first one better. Yeah. Multiverse Madness was still a really, really good movie, though. That's yeah. nothing against Multiverse of Madness. So yeah. So just to recap, because I'm finished with my team, mm-hmm. I have Endgame, uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers: Age of Ultron, and Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Let me just say really quick. Had I picked Thor Ragnarok, this might just be like one of the best lists that I have ever made. But <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Got to even it out. Uh, yes. Anyways, for your last pick, all right. what you got? For my last pick, it would have been a crime for us to not have this movie on here. Um, the first Iron Man. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I say that, it, it goes back to it was, it was, a, it was a good movie. It wasn't like this phenomenal blow your socks off movie, but without the first Iron Man, the MCU just doesn't exist. And the first Iron Man is literally the movie that kicked off the MCU that we know today. And while it might be an average movie, the effect it had, just like the effect Black Panther had, the effect that Iron Man had is just uh, it it you know it had ripples effects. Um, Can I can I say something really quick? Yeah, go for it. Yep. All I got to say 
is Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man is comparable to Johnny Depp's Captain Jack Sparrow. There is nobody on the face of this earth ever that can play that role better than those two gentlemen did in those two respective roles. But that's all I wanted to say. Continue. Mm-hmm. All right, so real quick, I'm going to round this off, um, and then I'm going to um, ask you this question. Yeah. Um, but I had uh, Infinity War, Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, First Doctor Strange, and First Iron Man. I wasn't too worried you were going to pick the first Iron Man just because um, if, you know, it wasn't a phenomenal movie. It just the ripple effects that it had. But what's up? Can I, can I name off some... Uh some some what's it mm. called notable yes. mentions absolutely so the first thor the first avengers mm-hmm. um captain america civil war civil war um, would, have, would have been my next pick yeah um deadpool i mean he counts mm-hmm. <laughs> ant-man um you know great movie i completely forgot about it in all honesty mm-hmm. um black widow Black Widow, yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi was a great movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. I mean, Venom, too. That was that was like the first Venom. I'm just saying Venom and... You know. Guardians of Galaxy Volume 2. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, literally any of the X-Men. <laughs> My dad's probably going to listen to this and be like, dude, what were you doing? Um, <laughs> but... I mean, other than that, I know I'm probably forgetting some, but the thing is, is there's just so many to pick where it's just like, dude, don't even, don't even tell me. Spider-Man like, oh. Far From Home. Um, Yes. Yeah. That one as well as um, just the first few Spider-Men as well. Um, You know, it, I mean, dude, we could go on for forever about this. We're a bunch of, we're, we're a couple of nerds. Um. But yes, okay, so you had a question for me. All right, so so for those who don't know what BOGO means, BOGO means buy one, get one free, completely yes. rated on a different topic. I just I, I would just love to get people's opinion. Matt, I think you're the only one in here watching it live. Please comment. So for those, who, again, who don't know what BOGO is, buy one, get one free. Uh, that's just a term people use for any of the buy one, get one free. That's what I'm going to use it as. So if you hear me referring to Burgo, Bogo, that's, that's what it means. Uh, but, but on Wednesday, <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, every Wednesday, Wednesday of each week, Buffalo Wild Wings has Bogo for boneless wings. So you buy one wing, get one free. So the question I have for you is on Wednesdays, if you were to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, do you get 20, do you get 20 wings and then get another 20 free? Or... Do you get like so, uh, the reason I'm using twenty is because twenty is what I get when I yeah. when I go to a wing place. Twenty wings is is what I get. Yeah, ten. Um, ten. So, yeah. So do so do I go to on Wednesdays? Do I get twenty wings and get an extra twenty for free, or do I get ten wings because and then get ten for free and put it at twenty? So do I save the money? And get the 20 wings as I normally do, or do I spend the same amount of money as I usually do and get 21 20 wings for free? I know where I'm on this stance. I'm just wondering what everyone else is and where everyone else falls. Let me just say this you're not doing anything like that on a Wednesday because buy one, get one's typically on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But, anyway, no, it's Wednesday, unless they moved it recently. Yeah, it's Wednesday. 
My bad. Um. Anyways, it should I like long having wings in the fridge. Day, but yes, I like having Sorry. leftovers. I like having um opportunity for a midnight snack, which is what I'm about to get after we're done recording this. Um. I think okay. that any kind of potential that you know you plan on doing as far as takeout and stuff like that, you got to get some leftovers because nothing smacks more than, I mean, getting some like leftover wings is up there in my book with oh, like, leftover there, pizza. Oh, see, there you go. Um, but that's, that's up there with like leftover pizza or, you know, anything else that you could think of. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm in the book of, um, definitely getting the extra 20 because you were going to spend that whether or not it was a Thursday or if it was like a Friday or if it was a Sunday, dude, you're going to be, you're going to be getting those 20 wings and more. You got lunch for tomorrow. If you're packing stuff for work or you've got that midnight snack for me, 20 wings is a lot. So it's like, you know, whatever you normally get. Yeah. See for me, I, I would totally get, extra wings just because i'm i i like leftovers so that's my point but go for it i i think for me personally i feel like the only proper way is to get half of what you normally get so i'm getting 10 wings and i'm paying for 10 wings and i'm getting my 20 normally some cheapskate but also Mm. this might be a hot take might be a hot take blazing hot take blazing blazing hot take (laughs) okay Leftover wings might be some of the worst leftovers. The sauce soaks into the breading and makes the breading soggy. I like it. And it doesn't taste good soggy. I like it, though. It's weird. Do you like anyway, soggy cereal? Do you like soggy cereal? It's different. Here, no, it's here's soggy food. Soggy food's not good. Um, real quick before you say that, just yeah. putting this out here. Traditional or boneless guy? I'm. It depends on what what kind of wing it is. Um, if it's if it's like a big meaty bone in wing, then I'm cool with mm-hmm. that. But the thing is, is with B dubs the way that they do it, um, I think that you're getting more meat if you get a boneless wing. Uh, so in that, I'm getting boneless if it's B dubs. But if you're talking like a gel sasimos or something like that, that's local that makes some pretty solid fat wings. Um, mm-hmm. give me the bone in wings with that, but yeah, it just here, depends. Here, here's here. Here's how it goes. It goes flats for those who don't know what flats are. Flats are the bone in wings, but it, but it's the double it's, it's the two. Okay. It's the, it's the two, the, the, the two bones in it. It goes flats drumstick guy boneless. And then a huge freaking gap, like huge. Like, I mean like huge, um, Huge, yeah, and then drumsticks because drumstick is just it, it's a lot, it looks like a lot, but half the stuff on the drumstick easier, is leaving. cartilage. It's cartilage, though. I'm not, I'm, I'm not getting a, a, a big flat versus a big drumstick, I'm getting more on the big flat because that's cartilage. Half, half that wing I can't eat because it's either bone or cartilage. No, right. thank you. Sorry, guys. If you if we left out a movie, let us know. And I also want to know other people's takes as far as bone in, boneless, what you're doing on, you know, BOGO, Bogo. Thursdays. 
Um, but if you made it this far, we want to say thank you for listening all the way through. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Pigskin Project. We have a lot scheduled for next week's show, including a special guest, part-time co-host. You're welcome for special? that inside joke. Is joke. he special anymore? He's special. Not special. Uh, Not special. I'm sorry. I love you. We love you. Stay tuned for next week. It's going to be a good episode. Um, make sure that you're subscribed or following us on all platforms. That way you get our notifications and whatnot. We'd like to give a big thank Follow you. Follow us on TikTok. Yes. Yes, that is new. Thank you for that. Um, big thank you to Anchor.fm, Uppercuts Grooming, Regional Radio Sports Network, and Overtime Sports Network that Ben is just putting his hand on right now. Uh, please leave a review down below as it helps us more than you know. And that's it for this week's episode, which I thought was a pretty good episode. So leave us a review, like I said. So thanks again for tuning in to the Pigskin Project. And until next week, this is Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews signing off.